Welcome to the Get Out and Try podcast. I'm your host, Katie Axel. This is a special episode that is set up to highlight all of the January podcast guests. So you're going to hear some of the highlights from the interviews. And starting off is a couple of clips from the interview with Ginger from Franconia Sculpture Park, where we talk about the art workshop classes that are currently happening. Now, as far as the upcoming art workshops, you have some really cool classes coming uh-huh. up, and I think they start in the end of January. Is that correct? Yes. So this year, we're doing a series of multi-generational art classes, which basically means anyone of any age, any skill set can take them. And we're really excited about that because we've typically, you know, sort of like segregated our art classes for like either kids or students or either adults and we've really found that families want to take them together or friends or you know a grandmother and her you know her her grandson you know so we've changed our education classes so that people can take them together and they're not like you know they're they're fun education classes they're sort of like we call them like make and take classes so you come away with a finished sculpture at the end of the class and we're working with a bunch of you know some of the best contemporary artists in Minnesota to lead these classes and each one's different you can sign up for you know just one you like you can sign up for the whole series you know workshops where you can make you know sound sculpture workshops where you can make soft sculpture ceramics so everyone's different and it's really exciting because we really want to highlight the you know the variety of sculpture out there i think people come here and they think sculpture might be just one thing and we really want to expand people's understanding of what sculpture is and can in this episode ginger and i also talked about the ice skating rink that franconia has installed for the winter season i'm just going to suggest a really cool date night (laughs) or family night to bring you know your ice skates and come down to the park you can sort of skate amongst this this really amazing light installation at the park so and when we're open friday saturdays and sundays you can come in um, we have hot chocolate we have coffee for sale so you can warm up inside as well that sounds like a really great outing for virtual students as well i know we have a lot of students in both minnesota and wisconsin that are virtual right now and mm-hmm. that'd be like a great little fayette absolutely yeah i mean i i just moved here last year from tucson arizona so I, you know, ice skating was not really in my future. So, you know, if I was able to get out and try it, just about anyone can. This next clip is from the episode with Corey Hildebrandt with Coriander Living Collective, where we talk about one of the classes that she offers, oftentimes partnering with Inspiring Actions Yoga, and that class is called Ecstatic Dance. So in the past, so I think it was around this time last year, I started hosting Ecstatic Dance classes. And then when the pandemic hit, we had to take a pause from those. But I started offering, again, um, workshops that incorporate some movement pieces to it. It's, it's not full-on a static dance, but it'd be like a little taste of it. Okay. And so for someone that has never taken a dance class and, you know, doesn't, doesn't know what to expect at all from something called ecstatic dance, what would you yeah. tell them to expect? It's basically, so what I caught, and I think the word dance is off-putting for some people that are don't identify as being dancers, which I don't either. I'm, I'm not a dancer, I wouldn't say. But what it is, it's basically meditative, free-form movement, just intuitive movement, like listening to what your body's calling you to do. And so in a class, I will 
give prompting and there'll be some guiding. Mm -hmm. Um, But then there's also space for like free exploration of movement. And so like in a static dance workshop, like a large portion, like in a two hour class, like an hour and a half of it is free form dance movement. And so I design like a, a playlist in a way that it kind of takes you on a journey where I think about designing it like in a wave where it starts off like slower and quieter and then it like builds and kind of has this climax and then like a settling kind of ending. Nice. So when you have people that have never done this before, I would have mm-hmm. to imagine, if, you know, if you get a group of friends, there's like this human component to us where it's weird, it's different, not and not weird in a negative way, but like just different and something that we've never done before. Um, and so try not to get the giggles or anything like that. But what, what is the mindset to go into this with if it's someone that it, this is totally foreign to? Yeah, like, and I, I call that out, and we talk about that before we move in. We talk about, kind of, there's, like, agreements on the floor, and then I talk about if there are any, like, concerns, questions, um, and really just encourage leaning into our vulnerability, like, leaning into the discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very it's very normal that people feel, yeah, like, unsure, self-conscious. Yeah. Um, but what I, what I love about it is once you can push past that discomfort and that vulnerability, I really think what people find on the other side is just, it's like magic. It's like this openness and it's this creative space. And there's a lot of, yeah, really like interesting things that happen for people when you can just kind of push through or sit with that, be with that discomfort and just literally move through it. Mm-hmm. I think this idea, you know, meditation has been such a buzz thing or mindfulness. Um, But for most folks, I mean, it's incredibly challenging to think you're going to just sit down and observe your thoughts or be, you know, (laughs) um, know, just focus on your breathing. Um, And that's one thing that I love about more movement-based meditation is for a lot of people, it it creates an easier access to that meditative space. Yep. And so, too, you can think about these dance movement uh, classes and modalities and workshops as opportunities where it's the other day I saw something saying where it's literally it's like a cardio workout plus meditation. And, I mean, it really is. That's what it is. But mm-hmm. it also, yeah, it offers the opportunity. It's a great stress relief, like whatever emotions you're carrying with you. Like, I think about emotions. Emotions are really just their, their movement in the body their energy right moving in the body and so they're always moving they're not you know typically stuck they change and so it's like if we if you're feeling really angry or really stressed or really fearful about something mm-hmm. and you literally dance you move your body like they will shift yeah like you will feel different up next is the interview with Allie from Big Brothers Big Sisters of Northwestern Wisconsin and we talk about the different programs that they offer as well as who can be a big So we have a couple of different programs that we run out of Pierce and St. Croix counties. Our first is the community-based, which is probably the most traditional. It's what people think of when they hear Big Brothers, Big Sisters. And so that's where a community member and a young person are, are matched, and they go out and do things in the community. So we always say we're looking for bigs with a variety of interests. I mean, I have kids who are interested in skateboarding, who are super into arts and crafts, who love to build things and want to be an engineer when they get older. 
So we're looking for bigs who can expose a little to new experiences and kind of help them grow their interests and their hobbies. And so that's the community based. So they can go, you know, go to the Y and go swimming or check out community events, check out, get out and try St. Croix Valley and find new things in the community to try. And then we have our site-based or school-based program which is kind of like a lunch buddies type of program where the big goes and eats lunch and has, you know, recess time with their littles. So that's a little bit more formal Mm -hmm. um, because it happens kind of at a set day of the week and time. But there's also the opportunity for that to eventually transfer to a community-based program too. Okay. Is anyone too old to be a big? No. So long as you can get out in the community and and spend time with a young person, you can be a big. So if someone's retired, for example, and maybe they don't want to get on a sled and go down the hill, but they're interested in staying active in the community, they can still sign up to be a big? Absolutely. We have matches that are a lot more laid back. We have matches that do a weekly book club together. They, pre-pandemic, went to knitting clubs together and knit items to donate to local organizations. We have littles who are super into board games and chess and things like that that are a lot more laid back. And you don't need to be going down a sledding hill at 50 miles an hour. And last but not least, he was the first official guest on the podcast for 2021. That sledding kid, who also happens to be my kid, talks about favorite sledding hills of the St. Croix Valley. Mm-hmm. So I have a few questions that have been submitted. So question one, what hill was your favorite? Which is a fair question because we know which one ranked the top. Yeah. That might not be your favorite, but which one is your favorite? Barker's was a very good one, but... I don't know. Stillwater there was. What other hills did we sled? Well, we started, yeah, we went to Stillwater, the the middle school, which was the junior high. So your dad and I both went to Stillwater Junior High. We didn't know each other when we were there, but that's the school that we went to and we grew up with. And the house right right behind you when you're doing your scoring, that's the house that we lived in when we had the house fire. Oh, what? Yeah, so... A lot of memories right in that area, and super fun to see you go down the hill because your dad and I both did that as kids. We just didn't know each other when we were doing that. Uh, Stillwater was a fun one. We also went to... Valley View. I knew it. Valley View was my favorite, actually. Why was that one your favorite? Oh, the last one at the end was the best. I gave it two tens, and... Speed, length, 10, 10. The walk-up wasn't bad. They plowed it for you, so it was great. Yeah. The only thing that I want people to know about that one is that there's blacktop right at the bottom. Oh, yeah. At the end. Yeah. You've got to be careful. So if you get some good speed going, like, I was a little worried about Dad right at the end there when he fell (laughs) off. Yes. So Valley View, you definitely want to be careful. Barker's Alps, guess what I found out about that one? What? Someone on Facebook said that that used to be a ski hill. Oh, so I'm curious how that worked. I'm guessing they had to walk up it to go down it. Yeah, it would have been an okay walk, I guess. Yeah, yeah but that's why they have the, the couple different runs. So one was like the Black Diamond, oh. one's probably the Bunny Hill. So that makes sense now knowing that that used to be a ski hill. 
Yeah, that does. Mm -hmm. A lot. Don't forget to check out our Sledding St. Croix Valley series. You'll find it as both a playlist on Facebook as well as YouTube. And then when you're done there, check out the website, getoutandtry.com, where you're going to find over 100 businesses listed as well as their events and happenings in the St. Croix Valley area. That wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And then if you are a St. Croix Valley business owner and you're interested in becoming a local episode sponsor or working together in some way, email us at info at getoutandtry.com. Be sure to check out the show notes for more information as well as all of the links to keep you connected to Get Out and Try St. Croix Valley. Until next time, find some ways to connect with your community. Support those hardworking small businesses that host all of the fun in the valley. Go, get out and try.